And welcome to... To... Filthy... Nerds! Because we're filthy... And we're nerds! And there's two of us... Yeah, there sure is! It's still two of us. We are here, in the flesh, or through Zoom, on a live screen, YouTube, live stream situation if you're a patron. Flesh tube. What happened? Flesh tube. Fle- flesh. Yes, you can see us on flesh tube. That can't be a good thing to say. You cannot see us on. This is not that podcast. That's your other podcast. That's my other podcast. Oops, Keep I get flesh my podcast. Tube out of this. Uh, love but you can join us tube. on Patreon and see our uh, hearts and minds live in front of your face. Well, not live. What are you guys doing if you're not on our Patreon? Have we not beat it into your heads enough for you to know the good time that you could be having with us on the regular? So much fun. We're doing so many movies. We do live streams and we're planning our trip, our big trip to Universal Studios, which we'll talk about with the patrons off air because that's none of your fucking business if you're not a patron. But if you're a patron, it's all your business. Come join us. Yay. Yeah. And if you're not a patron, again, what is wrong with you? How much more of a heads up do you need? <sighs> it's five dollars anyway. a month. Yeah, it's you can nothing. It's five dollars a month, and we we do so much. And look, I have heard feedback from multiple people who are on different Patreons. We do a lot. You get a lot for your money. Okay, you get a lot of biggity bang for your biggity buck. Frankly, I think we give too much. I mean, if there's one thing I know about Jessica Michelle is she gives. I just give too much. Too much. I just care. She cares. I just care too deeply. Too much. Uh, anyway, speaking of which, we're here we're running our mouths. We are speaking of caring too deeply. I live with my Jessica boyfriend Michelle uh, lives with her boyfriend. Yeah. She moved out. She left me. She abandoned me. I'm um, going to make. I did not abandon gonna, you. Gonna make myself a victim um, because I learned that from my mother. Um, and that you gotta move you on, do. bitch. Besides, she's moving in with you, isn't she? Yeah. Yep. She is. She's coming here in June. Wow. J- just spoke to her yesterday. She's already planning her first trip. So I have till June first to uh, leave the bat- country. B- batten the hatches. Oh my Fist God. myself some. <laughs> yeah, our producer is off screen. I think trying to act something else out, but he's been ha- yeah. It looks a little like bit he's too much butterbeer. Yeah, yeah, too much butterbeer. Little he's fire all, whiskey. In he's all lungs. sauced up right now. Uh, yes. He is he is fucking red wine drunk right now. Living his best producer life, drinking from a goblet of fire. Yeah, that we is that him. is a cup of hemlock. I think. Ah, listen, Jess, I want to know. You've been living with Andy now for like what, a week and a half, two weeks? Two weeks, maybe three weeks, two or three weeks. How's it going? Is it, is it, I know you guys lived together at the beginning of the pandemic, but is this different now that it's like your space and his space? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I finally got all the way unpacked. That Mm -hmm. was a little bit of a point of tension, not going to lie. He was, he was getting frustrated with you? Yeah, I think because I'm ADHD and I'm a bit scatterbrained because of that anyway, 
I think he had this fear that I would never unpack and mm-hmm. that there would just always be boxes everywhere. I really think that. I also think he had two weeks before I lived here and he doesn't have like a day job he's going to. And he really took for granted how easy it was for him to unpack when he's alone and has nowhere else to be where like I came in and I had my moving day. As he was already off. there. You didn't have, and the I space had to work. To so it took a little while. And there was like little, little points of frustration. That's very hard for me living with anyone with ADHD because, uh, it's people have trouble with it. I have trouble mm. with my own ADHD and other people don't understand it if they don't have it. And they just, immediately assume that you're a nightmare or a mess. So that's yeah. a conversation we've had to have. Frankly, feels like I'm just repeating my therapy session from earlier, if I'm being honest. Well, you know what? I, I'm i here for that. I, I'm, I'm here to listen. I want to know what's going on. No, but it's it's good. I'm very happy. We've what got... are your favorite parts about living together? Fisting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam is making the, the fisting, fisting thing. Uh, obviously fisting's number one on whose list is it on everybody's list. If you're, if you're, if you have a, if you have a top of anything list and fisting's not on the top of your list, your list sucks. Your list list sucks. A news fest of a list. Yeah, we go, we, we be, we be fisting all night. That's not even true. Uh, my poor little fist. Um, my arthritis, it's more like a, like a Claw. claw, but you know what my favorite thing is? I mean, I love spending time with them. I love to be with our dogs. My favorite thing about living, actually living with him versus like staying in his place when things shut down and I was in that weird, like my roommate was like, pick a place (laughs) or whatever. Having all my stuff. And also it's nice to at the end of the day when I want to see my boyfriend, I don't have to go, oh, but then I have to like drive across town. I have to get my dog in the car and she hates the car. Like it's not Mm. a whole thing because he's just already here. That's nice. Aww. I just got to keep tabs on my codependency. That's the part for me that I got to like stay above the water. Yeah. Like there's a lot of when you, you know, this, we're all familiar with codependency here. What? Not me. Not me at all. I care about no one else's feelings, but my own. And my feelings are determined by myself alone. And not by the way you think other people are feeling. Not at all. I'm so independent. (laughs) How's your mom? No. (laughs) Um, It's it's like a muscle you have to get used to, like turning off. Not like, like especially I think living with a partner because like you, it's easier to be like extra concerned about like what they're thinking, how they're feeling. And like learning to let go of that on it's like on the job training of like yeah. I don't need to ask him how he's feeling every twenty minutes. I don't need to look yeah. at him and go, "What are you thinking about?" Like it's not my business. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have to start a conversation with him about everything because there's like a moment of silence, and I'm like, "Ugh, is yeah. he mad?" <laughs> interesting. Ah, it's so interesting tough. because I feel like you and I are like two we're two talky people. Mm-hmm. I think we Us? can also we can also what I think we can also do silence like I don't think it's like it's like mandatory that we talk I just like I don't know I just I just love a good chit chat with you you're like one of my favorite like chit chat people oh I love you like it's just like I could just talk to you about big things little things nothing like American Idol like you're one of those people where it's like if I'm around you I'm like it's not like I can't be quiet it's just like but we have so much fun just 
just chopping it up. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I, I like talking with, you know, anyone I'm close to a yeah. big part of it's usually the conversation we have. And like, that's a big part of what connects me to people, but like turning off that instinct to think that, uh, I have to fill a conversation. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's a weird thing as a comedian thinking that like, there's at least a subconscious part of you that thinks that the only reason someone wants to be around you is because you entertain them. Yeah. Uh, and going, oh, if I just sit here and I'm not asking how you're doing and I'm not making you laugh, are you like, why is she even here? And that's yeah. too deep of a thought for me to have admitted on a podcast. But that's I mean, real. But thank that's you for saying thought. that because I've had that very thought. Like that, you know, it's like that is a, uh, a thought in my mind where I'm like, that is part of my currency as a, a a person on earth like you know if if i'm not saying great things or being funny like what's the point and the thing is is like i mean like self-help memes and self-love memes on instagram will be like you don't have to be like that it's like yeah, no, you don't. But also, like, people don't have to want to be around you. So I don't really know what the answer is. And there is that part of, like, when I get, like, more intimately connected with someone, I worry that I, like, the more comfortable I get, like, the less funny I am with them. And then I am, like, did I stop being funny altogether? Do they not mm. even like me? Like, are they not even, like, why did we even get together? She was so funny. And now she's just so, like, nice. But I've said too much. Anyway. No. You've, you're saying a lot of things that I felt before. It's just part now of being I'm, in a relationship and in a new phase. Yeah, now I'm like looking at my relationship with my ex and I'm like, did it fall apart because he didn't think I was funny anymore? Oh, no. I think it fell apart because he wanted he to have sex with hookers. With men and, ho yeah. and, and hookers. Yeah, yeah, with men and hookers. Men. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, I don't think he was like, if only she was funny. Like, that's not. Yeah. That's like no sense of humor is overcoming a man who has a deep sexual, like, thing to fulfill. Like, what's that? like a sense of humor can absolutely be an addition. That's right. The fist is back. Sam is uh, fisting again, you guys. Here he is. Like, <laughs> someone in the chat just said, rest assured, Jess, no one has ever decided you're too nice. <laughs> was, that, was that Eric Hankey who said that? No, surprisingly, no. It was Gene, our other editor. Gene! <laughs> hey! That f that felt like an Eric Hankey shot. I mean, Eric be taking shots. Classic Eric. Eric one took of our a patrons. shot. Eric said, Eric, Eric, Eric Hankey, one of our patrons. Love him to goddamn pieces. He said, Nicole's about to start living with two stepchildren. Eric, if only I was that lucky. Is that because you were fucking that guy who lives in an RV? Mm-hmm. I'm not changing the way I phrase that. You fucked a guy who lives in an RV. Let's mm -hmm. move on. She, if I only want you expressing the status of my relationship based on that. Yeah. Oh, RV guy. That's, I mean, that's what you do till it's what every woman does till it gets serious is that somebody has a name Andy was drummer boy. And then you're like, ah, I think maybe he's Andy now. Yeah. Uh, well, for, my guy was originally Alaska. Cause when was we met, really upsetting he was, to me. Yeah. But. Really. Very triggering. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then he became RV guy. Yeah. But anyways, neither here nor there. How are you adjusting before we get into like being out in the world and being back in there? We got a little bit longer. How are you adjusting to having all the house to yourself? Um, nice, I'm, 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 I'm adjusting. I, I, 
I didn't realize how much I shed. I was telling you this the other day. My God, majority of the hair is is me. And you. still pieces of you. Um, there's, I find so many blonde hair, just random places. I'm like, oh, Jess. Uh, I shed a lot. Uh, I, I, I don't, when did we record last? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't record. Buddy got attacked in the neighborhood um, oh, by yeah, another dog. Oh yeah, he got bit by a fat beagle, didn't he? Or a basset hound? A basset hound. He got. That motherfucker was always trouble. Oh, bit into Buddy's leg and ripped a chunk of his leg off. Yeah, Buddy is um, and in dire straits. I He's okay, not, you guys. He's going to live. He's fine. He's okay. I'm fucked up from it because uh, Katie, one of our friends, she put it really well. It's the sound of a dog fight that, and seeing the blood of your animal, but the sound, it just... It, every, and every time I see a dog now, I'm like, oh, Buddy, get away. Uh, it's... Hey, it, guess who's it, not coming up to every dog in the whole world anymore, you guys? Nicole. Me. Lesson um, learned. You can't I mean, just think dogs are your friend, even though they all it, are my friend. It's fucked <laughs> me up. Like it really like when I was when I was running back to the house carrying Buddy and he was just like bleeding everywhere and he had like this like flap of skin just like bouncing. I was like, I was like, you're gonna be okay, buddy. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna I don't know if I'm gonna be okay. I'm like, oh god. And then I just started getting so lightheaded and then I got into the apartment building and I'm like like moving along the wall because I thought I was gonna pass out. And I was like, well, if I pass out, at least I'll just slither down the wall. Um, and then I got into the elevator and I, we, so this was just right when I had gotten back from, uh, Michigan, Jess had already moved out and I was getting a cleaning lady to do like a big, you know, deep clean on our apartment. This was her first day in our apartment. First, I met her 20 minutes before this happened. And I burst into the apartment going, my dog was attacked. There's just <laughs> fucking blood. She's looking at me and she looks at, she's like, she's like, she later tells me, she's like, when you came in, she's like, I thought you, you were maybe being dramatic. She's like, but then when I saw your dog's leg, I was like, oh my God. She's like, I've never seen an animal, like an animal attack like that before. She's like, you know, she's like, your dog's leg was hanging. And I was like, I ran downstairs. I got gauze. I like wrapped, tried wrapping Buddy's wound up just so I could like get his leg back on his leg so I could get him to the his bed. Leg back on his leg. Um. Oh, what a horrifying sentence. I mean, I don't know if that picked up. You guys may or may not have just heard our producer Sam shriek. <laughs> it was. It was. Buddy, come here. Come here. Um, so it's in the crook of his leg. It's like right where he bends his leg. It's just like there was, he now has like a Frankenstein scar that like goes around his leg. So, oh, and the, but, oh, and then I, I started to pass out and she goes, stop, stop, let go of him, let go of him. I'll do it. And her son was there and her and her son completely bandaged up, buddy. I hope when I got back from the vet, when I got, uh, well, here's how it started. I was told she was only $120. And then she was like, no, it's $150. And I was like, kind of annoyed. I was like, eh, whatever. It's fine. $30, you know. Once this <laughs> happened, I was like, oh, $30 difference? No, no, no. I don't even care. It could have been an $800 difference. I was like, anything I had in the apartment, I was like, do you like whiskey? I have whiskey. Do you like vodka? I have vodka. I was like, do you want a dress? I have dress. She's probably like, you, you know what I do like is money. Money. Have, um, just give me so my I, money. And I referred her to, I got her <laughs> like three three new jobs already 
That's so. I wonder what that woman has seen. I can only imagine a, a house cleaner in LA that her initial instinct was, oh, I bet she's being dramatic. Is that that means she has dealt oh, yeah. with people being yeah, fucking yeah. dramatic? Yeah, for sure. Oh God! I'm like my dog was attacked. <laughs> my poinsettias, they're wilting. <laughs> like it's like. I cannot imagine the horrors of just horrendous housewives. I did not mean to make an alliter- alliteration. Uh, I love like, a good alliteration, though. It worked well. The drama that she is de- just, you yeah. missed a spot like that. Oh, that poor woman. Yeah. God bless her for being there yeah. for you. Oh, my God. I And and then she's like, she's like, get her, get her water. And they like brought me water. I'm like laying out on the ground. I'm like, I don't, I couldn't feel my hands or my feet. And then I was like, she's like. She's like, okay, he's good right now, but you got to get to the vet. He's bleeding. Um, and like the blood is like, it, it was, it was a murder scene. Yeah. And, um, oh my God, girl, was it all the over the house? Whose Did you dog it up? was? Yeah. <laughs> a couple people made that joke. They were like, they were like, oh great. She's probably like, I just did the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are just bleeding on it. Um, I, I, I called ahead to the vet. And I was like, my dog was attacked. I'm coming in. And they're like, okay, we're like really busy right now. I was like, well, then what do you want me to do? Just tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. And they're like, okay, just come in. I was like, okay. And I had to drive to the vet in the valley right by right by Andy's old place. Yeah. Jess, I drove 30 miles an hour on the 101 with my hazard lights on hugging the shoulder because I was like, people are going to have to go around me. I can't drive right now. And I was like driving like this. I was like, and then I called Sari and Sari was like, all right, breathe, breathe. I was like having a panic attack. Man. And I was like, Sari, I was like, I'm going to need you to come to the vet. I was like, I don't, I can't do this. And she's like, I'll be there. I'll be right there. And I wow. got there before she did. And I like ran Buddy in. I was like, my dog, Buddy. And the guy's like, who are you? And then some woman in the back is like, are you here with Buddy? I was like, yes, please take him. And then they took him. And I was like, <laughs> and then I just collapsed in the waiting room. And I'm like looking around the waiting room to see if anyone else was there because they said they were really busy. And I like wanted somebody to like hold me. So I like look around Jesus the waiting Christ. room. Jesus Christ. I was like, can somebody you to cry with me i was like oh this is just really sad and then i went out to my car you and what? i just i cried yeah I of cried course harder than when my dad died i Jesus was like Christ. i, I for, first of all i felt like a horrible mother i felt like i failed my dog um well, and then I mean, I, you didn't. That's there, then, there were dogs being dogs, but also like your dog was brutally attacked, which is different than what happened to your dad. Doug Fager goes. Doug Fager goes. He goes. Well, yeah. He's like, well, you didn't watch your dad's dad's leg almost get ripped off. Yeah, that's like pretty fucking traumatic. I will oh. say this. I, I want to. You know, I know we're really silly here, but I want to get very serious for a moment on this topic. Um. If there's ever an apocalypse, I hope I'm nowhere fucking near you. We're so dead. You are not going to make it. I'm no. Uh, <laughs> Jess? Just no pop a bunch it. of pills and go to bed for life if the zombies come. You're it, done. <laughs> done. I I was not. I Dear could God. not keep it together. Sari at some point was like, the guy came out to the car. He's like, are you, are you buddy's mom? And Sari's and just like, like and Sari was like, you know what? I'm just going to go inside and deal with it. And and the guy looks at me and he goes, is that okay? And I was like, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't even get out of the car. I was like, cr- I was crying. I-, I will never, that was, 
that was easily the worst experience. And there's just still like there's still blood in the dog bed in the car. Oh, throw there's it just, out. Get a new dog bed. No, no, no. It's on, it's on the dog blanket. Well, he's still bleeding a little bit. It's still like because he still has the stitches and there's oh, like whatever. He had to have a drain put in. So it's like he still like bleeds a little bit. So I'm just like letting him like he's he's like every blanket that was on the sofa is just everything Gone. has blood on it. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm going to I'm. I'm going to try and wash everything. And if it washes, it washes. And otherwise, I'll just throw everything away. Wow. I'm just glad he's okay. But anyhow, so living alone has been fun. Um, I'm glad. You guys join our Patreon so that Nicole can afford new blankets. Patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. We were going to talk about more, but it's kind of like we, we filled out the episode talking about buddies near brush with death. Let us know. Follow us on Twitter at two filthy nerds or Instagram. Let us know about your animals. You ever save, um, a, save an animal? I was, like, I was like, let us know about your animals. Hold on, I want to tell death. you. I want to tell you. I got uh, a job. I. Uh, you got a job? Well, I got. I got another another part time job. I, you know, it's like I've been writing the the commercial. That's been one part time job. I hope it well, wasn't write, the vet because you're not going to do well. There. No, not going to do well. <laughs> but this this will make you laugh. My other my other part time job is I'm doing sober companion work. Wow. Yeah. I just have to. I don't think that's good for you. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I think you're going to take. Listen, I think it's great you're doing that. Let me preface that. It's a very noble thing. I said what I, I said because I think I think you got to get in a better place with your own codependency before you can be doing sober companion stuff because you're someone's going to fall off the wagon very, and that's going to affect you. They have a you. very. The, one of the reasons I'm excited to do it is they have a very strict program. Like you have. There's like ways that you treat them and things that you do like you i have to follow like a whole protocol um so all right and, and chelsea chelsea also does it our friend um, okay chelsea, i'm worried chelsea, about chelsea thinks it'll be really good for me actually she's like it's very structured she's like it'll be good okay good i mean i'm i'm not it's i'm they're gonna try me out if you know if they like i hope me. it goes well and i hope you enjoy it i'm projecting i'm a person with codependency issues who has a family full of addicts it's not a it's not yeah. a fun good for you and god bless everyone who does that because that is not easy to do and i respect the fuck out of it yeah. i couldn't do it i would yeah, end so. up dying trying to fix somebody yeah well uh, i'm excited you can't fix i fucking uh but good for you. Get that money, girl. Help those I don't people. Know how, I don't know how much long unemployment's going to last. So They just extended it. But you know what? You don't need it. You what? are a sober companion. That's neither here nor there. It's better I need, to be working. I need, I, need, I need a job. The whole unemployment's great and all, but um, I, I mean, comedy's coming back slowly. It is. You can actually see us before we wrap up. May yeah. 6th, you can see us anywhere you want. Thursday, May From 6th. From the comfort of your own toilet. Go check out our uh, social medias. We've got links everywhere. We're doing a show on Zoom. So you can just fucking five bucks if you get it before the end of May. I mean, before the end of April. Or it's ten bucks. Uh, come join our show. And we'll also be in Desert Hot Springs on May 11th. It's it's coming back. The comedy store is opening back up. Life is looking up. We're but, fucking uh, excited. Yeah, we're super fucking excited. But enough about this. Let's get back to Indiana Jones. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>